I guess what I would encourage people to do is consider your currency. So if you feel tapped out, chances are that what you do and your currency are not a match, right? You know, and um, it's it's kind of toxic when, when you're in that state. No, right. Also, I think just thinking about and identifying what your currency is, maybe you'll you'll realize you're living in your currency. Okay, hi everybody, and welcome to the Undo Anxiety Podcast. I am Dr. John Duffy. I am your host today, and co-hosting with me today is the brilliant, vivacious Julie Duffy. Hello. Hi, honey. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Speaking of the Undo Anxiety Podcast that we are on right now, (laughs) um, we have a big announcement coming. It's an yeah. announcement. Yeah, I it's, think so. Uh, probably there's going to be a press release. There might be balloons <laughs> and uh, you might get... There could champagne? Be champagne, a tote bag, <laughs> celebrity I, endorsements. Wait, I was going to try to make a popping sound, but my mouth won't do it. <laughs> Is that... I think I got something there. Um, I think you just swore though. I did... What? <laughs> no, maybe not. A popping sound. Anyway, big, big announcement. Huge announcement. Probably the biggest announcement. I mean, I'm not trying to be oh, hyperbolic. I think you are being hyperbolic. The biggest Calm announcement. Calm it down. It's a huge announcement. Okay. It's just... All right. <laughs> I'm trying to learn from... This is how politicians oh. operate. Oh. It's huge. It's the biggest one. It's, it, 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 there's not going to be... The People are saying this is the biggest announcement. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, yeah. It's got to be. It's pretty big. <laughs> all right. So um, today on the podcast, we thought... Uh, we would get drunk and start talking <laughs> in <into> microphones. <laughs> we thought we would talk about the currency of currency. Um, so on a, a recent um, episode of the podcast, I talked about a friend of mine and his currency. He and I were talking about business. And he and I each have businesses. And he was talking about, like, how much do you charge an hour how much you pay in rent? How many people do you have working for you? And his currency is currency. I kind of mentioned that and, and went on and on about it. And I realized how wildly disinterested I am in all of that, recognizing, oh, that is not my language. That's not my currency. I don't value that to the extent that I value other things. Right. Right. And, I, and, and in, a, uh, in, in a... It's not like it, you don't care about it, but it's not what motivates you. Right. That's the thing about yeah. currency. That's I, I was thinking, like, what is currency about? Exactly. I think it's what motivates you. It's what gets you out of the bed in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So what gets you going? So, Julie, what do you think your currency is? Oh, so I th- my currency is probably purpose. <laughs> um, and, and I say that because I have uh, – I feel like I might – lack a little lately. <laughs> I love a project. I love a mission. I mean, that's what like wakes me up and gets me going. And I don't have enough of that structured into my life right now. Um, so I notice when I do and how much it, um, how much more alive I feel yeah. and motivated. Um, and um, yeah, just in the game, when I have a, a project, Something to do, a reason to do it. Um, yeah. You know, you've got something Does that make there. sense? It makes sense. <laughs> and, and, you know, I think um, sometimes we recognize our currency when it is not present 
in our lives, right? When we're not, when we're not kind of like fulfilling it somehow, right? When right. it's not, when it's not there. I've definitely felt that myself, where I'm like, mm, why am I not? Why am I tapped out? You know, like, and part of it is, oh, I'm not really working with the right currency. I'm, I'm working on somebody else's monetary system. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm working on the euro, and I work in <laughs> dollars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I, I'm on Bitcoin now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. You know, blessedly, I have people that want paintings. And for some reason... Um, Is that the announcement, by the way? Is it no. no? Okay. I just want to check in. For some reason, that doesn't... Um, you know, I still have to find my creative mojo. And just that in and of itself doesn't get me super fired up and efficiently getting the thing done. You know, just even though someone's going to write me a check for it... All right, wait, wait. But you're saying your currency is purpose, and people want your art. I know. And um, and you and they're going to write you a check for it. So yeah. there's actual currency involved, right. which is part of the currency. Right. I think that's part of all of our currency, right? Um, so why do you think that doesn't fulfill you then? No, I'm not saying it's not. I was just noting that in and of itself doesn't um, get me where I need to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe. Um, Maybe one thing doesn't do it, you know, like, um, I'm oh, thinking, that's true. For right? sure. For I'm sure, thinking for about sure, my sure. currency and, you know, like maybe currency isn't singular in a way because my currency is, um, what did I say my currency was in that last podcast? It was, it was a little arrogant. Making an impact. Making an impact. I guess, no, it's not arrogant. That, that's true. It's, um, it's making an impact. Um, and I, um, want to think about, I always am thinking about like how to do that, right? You know, so um, I do therapy. I, um, I've written a book. I've blogged in the past and I haven't blogged in a long time. This podcast, I think, is part of that. Um, I do some radio work. I've done television work in the past and that, I think, fulfilled some of that. But some of it hasn't, right? You know, like some of the TV stuff I've done, even though it felt like big and splashy and fun, didn't really tap my currency. So I got kind of worn out on some of the some of the things I did, you know, um, in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, and also, I think you like to do several you want you want to be creative and you like to do several different things. I think one could argue it would be hard to make more of an impact than you have in your office, you know, with the people you work with. You know, I, I say that all the time. You the impact that you have on their lives would be hard to top, I think. But you also like a variety and to be creative and use different uh, different muscles, if you will. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Exercise different muscles. And you like, um, you know, you love being on the radio and you liked going down to the Steve Harvey show and seeing everybody and, you know, being um, – happily welcomed as you always were and celebrated in that way, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Toffee! talk about, talk about <laughs> like, you know, so, so it's a feel good. Part of the currency is just feeling good and enjoying something, you know, like, so, um, you know, the, the things I, so I did the Steve Harvey show a bunch of times when he was here in Chicago and, um, and it was just a feel good. It was just, you know, everybody was working together and um, what one thing that was cool, I'm kind of stepping off the currency thing for a second, 
but there were 200 people or so working on this show, I, I believe, right around that many. And um, and it was like the UN, first of all. Um, people were white and black and Indian and, you know, like every different nationality, everybody mixed in together, male, female, uh, female bosses, male underlings, you know, and nobody, it was like a Chandra Rhymes show where you're like, it didn't matter. Nobody cared who anybody was as long as they were good and competent and smart and working toward this thing and getting this thing on the air. And it was, so I was so inspired by that because I've never personally been involved in anything like that. So going down there, that was the marvel to me. Yeah. I, I remember like that took me a while to kind of process that because part of it was, um, you know, like when you finally get on stage with Steve, he's, he's a pretty inspiring dude. Like, you know, like if you ever feel like, um, I've done, I've done all I can spend five minutes sitting next to Steve Harvey and tell me that, you know what I mean? Because right, this works dude works his butt off. And, and his currency is currency. His currency is it's currency. It's very clear. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Duffy, they're paying me TV money. I'm going to do this show. <laughs> yeah. That guy wants to make what? A, did he say he wanted to make a billion dollars? He wanted, wants to make, wanted to make a billion dollars. And about two years ago, Variety reported that he crossed a hundred million. Um, and, and, and this guy walks his talk. Yep. You cannot, I mean, say what you want about Steve. I know not everybody is a fan of this guy. I'm a fan of this guy in, in large part because of that. He, he lives the way he wants to live. And I think he makes a pretty positive impact on a lot of lives too. And people, people enjoy him. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are just fans of the guy because he's really funny too, yeah. you know, and you kind of forget that. But yeah, his currency is currency, but he created something almost kind of unconsciously here in Chicago. I don't know what it's like he's in Los Angeles now, but but here in Chicago, he created something that was so special in terms of the community of people that were working together. And there was probably dissonance and infighting and all sorts of like nastiness going on. Like you get 200 people together and, you know, and it's, you know, they're, they're working toward Emmys and they're trying to get their segments on the air. Right. So I'm sure there was some stuff with going on with the producers I that I was unaware of. Yeah. But what I saw was people cooperating with one another. And it was kind of like, for a TV show, it felt like air traffic control or something. It felt like there was a mission going on like crazy all the time yeah. because the producers would wear these headsets. You would love this, Julie, because it's like- <laughs> Yeah, I never about, went down there. Talk about a project. Like, you know, somebody would come into me and start walking through a segment and then be like, hold please. And they'd touch the, the, their, their earpiece and they'd be like, uh, you're on for Kevin, you know? And then they're all of a sudden like, oh, I gotta go. I got to go. The person for segment three hasn't shown up. They're not going to come. We got to figure out something else. And it's like, oh, that's not, I mean, it's probably super stressful, but I remember thinking this sounds Yeah, but yeah, awesome. right. Having it like a project, a mission, like something that, you know, with all those moving pieces, that's, that's exciting. Yeah. You like, you love this idea of a project and a mission. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it is that you feel like you don't have as much of that as you want. Right. And I, I don't have, I don't have structure. Um, it's, a, I mean, I'm. I appreciate, you know, everything I have. I but but yes. Yeah, so my currency. I notice what what um, what gives me energy and and light and life is. Yeah, is a project and a and a mission. And um, <laughs> and to be a little meta about that, part of this is like you like this. You like this podcast, right? You like being on here, like talking on it. I. Yeah, I, I love it. And part of it is, you know, we've talked about this. I think we touched on this in one of the last two, is 
I hear myself, you know, I, I don't have a lot of opportunity to hear myself and, and what I think and that I think <laughs> and that I have anything to say. And it's been fun to just recognize that because yeah. I don't have much of an opportunity. Maybe none of us have enough of an opportunity to hear that. I was just wondering that. Hear like, that. like we were, um, we were out, uh, we had dinner at a friend's house. Paul and Barb Baldessari, Paul made uh, the most amazing salmon. Such a good dinner. Oh, my gosh. Um, that I've ever had, I think. Um, part of it was the sauce. was really good. Chimichurri but they were, sauce. But they were talk, we were saying, you guys should sit down and do a podcast and just, like, hear each other and face each other and kind of, like, you know, really hear your, each other's voices in a different way. And I, I think you're probably right. Like, I'm in a weird position where I think I hear too much of my voice. <laughs> well, you, you, know what I'm you like, interestingly won't listen to anything you do or watch anything you do <laughs> no this is true so and when you do you're usually pretty pleasantly surprised like wow i said that you know you you're you're on the go so much and you have so much going on that you'll do you know you'll go on tv and or do a speech and then when you hear it later you're like oh my god that was brilliant. i mean that guy's pretty smart i like that guy <laughs> i said that wow that was, that was pretty damn good um yeah no, that's true. And that, part of that is that, you know, um, the currency that I value but do not exercise is free time, you know, just relaxation, chilling out. You know what I mean? Like I just had lunch with my very, very dear friend, Todd Adams, and, um, and he reflected something that is a Duffy family mantra oh, right. that goes back at least a generation or two. Um, and it is, um, upon returning from a vacation, for example, uh, a Duffy might say, um, well, he who plays pays, meaning you got to get your ass back to work at, because vacation is not what we value. Yeah, John didn't, you, you did not take vacations really growing up. I did. Like my parents definitely instilled in me the, um, the value and the, um, that it's a, it's a, it's not a, a right, isn't the right word, but like life is, is made to be enjoyed and, and we are entitled to vacation and travel and re, and fun. And, and you <laughs> did not get, excuse me, that that's message. not only the currency, not the currency I grew up with. It is not, but it sounds like I'm, I'm looking at you like, what language are you speaking now? Yeah. You know, that we, yeah, we we did not, and it's not like my parents were working all the time, but somehow my generation didn't get the memo that you can chill out and relax, in part because we didn't do things like recreationally when I was a kid at all. You yeah. know, like the, the you, you said we didn't go on vacation. That's not exactly right because we did spend the night um, at the Wagon Wheel Lodge in Rockton, Illinois. So I don't know what you're yes, talking about. I, I do. Because I went all the way. Yep. I went from Chicago to Rockton and back. Where is Rockton? Oh, Rockton is a suburb of Rockford. <laughs> <laughs> and the Wagon Wheel Lodge is a hotel with a pool. It has since tragically burned to the ground. So the Wagon Wheel Lodge, if you wanted to... Take a pilgrimage to the one place I vacationed to I think as you a did. child. I think you took us there once. Just I mean, we don't. I don't think we went in, but right? I don't know. No, I I took you. 
All right, this is, we're getting kind of sadly deep into the Duffy lore, but um, where I took you and George. So in lieu of vacations, my dad was a salt salesman when I was growing up. Wholesale salt distribution, as sexy as that sounds. (laughs) (laughs) And so every once in a while, he would have, Julie likes salt. (laughs) We would have to, he would travel a little bit. He would drive around in his Chevy that was a company car, and then he would stop in at a customer's office and talk for a couple of minutes about how important it is that they have halite, which is a rock salt um, that melts ice. So a couple of times, my dad went to um, Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah, Dubuque. Dubuque, Iowa. And um, we didn't stay in Dubuque. So a couple of times, my brother Tom and I went with dad. Um, on business trips. And um, so this would mean driving the two and a half hours to East Dubuque, Illinois, which is fabulous. <laughs> and up on the only bluff in the state of Illinois sits a little hotel called Timmermans. Oh, yeah. And Timmermans has a pool and a vending machine. <laughs> so <laughs> being, being children, this was Maui. This was <laughs> this was Bally to us, man. This was like unbelievable. Like, good God, right down the hall is a swimming pool that's lit up at night. Holy wow. crap. That is a treat. That is man. always fun as a kid, though. I mean, oh. hotels and swimming pools and vending machines. I remember that. It was the best. And then I, I here, here's a weird little memory. Um, so <laughs> so then in the morning, we'd get up with dad, eat breakfast drive across the bridge uh, to Iowa, in another state altogether, go, go to Dubuque. And I remember the guy he would go to visit was in this one building. And so the um, it, we're on either side of the Mississippi. The Iowa side sits lower. And this building was submerged at one point. And Tom and I would have to wait in the car <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. while my dad does his sales call. So we're sitting in the car and we would like kind of get out of the car, poke around the building or something. And and we found about eight feet up on the building was this marker, which was the high water mark when the building was submerged by the flooding of the Mississippi at some point. That was our big find on vacation. Yeah, so it took you a long time to relax. I I I I brought vacations into your life, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> and it Big took time. you. It took you a long time to feel like it was okay to be on vacation, to relax, to enjoy it. You felt guilty every every moment, virtually. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still do. I mean, that that's a really hard thing to shake. Even though I value our, our trips, um, there's still a, a voice in my head that says you shouldn't be here. This isn't not what you know. You're not working. You're not. Adding value, I don't even know what you know what the press is, but it's just this guilt. It's kind of this yeah, no looming guilt, and it's not. It doesn't just sit with me. Like if my brother Mike were in the room, I think he'd say like he shares that as well. This is, absolutely yeah, yeah, um, and yet that's part of my currency. It's so interesting now. Now that we're talking about currency, I thought it was singular when we sat down, and I realized that R and R, and just enjoying people is part of my currency as well. Like we. We're looking at pictures earlier today of time we spent at a friend's lake house. And you said you saw me in a different light there than you have in years because I was, like, having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that is that is true. Right. So currency is um, – your currency is, is probably rarely singular. 
I one's it, currency is one's rarely currency is singular. Rare, rarely singular. So l- let's see if we can wrap this up and 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 um, put some bones around this. Like, what does currency mean? Currency has to mean what you value and care about. The way you want to spend your time, such that it fuels you and it doesn't feel burdensome, right? So it's kind of like, why am I doing what I'm doing? I care about that. You know what I mean? Instead of like when I, when the easy fish in a barrel example is when I was an accountant, um, there were people all around me doing accounting and making money and wearing the suit and tie and their currency was met. In, in a way, they were satisfied and, and um, happy to be doing what they were well, doing. Well, certainly more than you. You, you. That was your perception anyway. Well, this guy loves doing this. I mean, you had a... You had a, um, a you tell a story when some guy came to you and said, "We're going to go to Waterloo and you know change someone's warehouse system or something." And you're like, "That is the worst thing I've ever heard." And and but this guy was excited. That's actually when you decided you were out of there. Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> was weighing part of my currency at that moment. To this day, was, ooh. I just started dating this girl named Julie, and I ain't leaving her. I ain't for going a, to Waterloo. I ain't going to Waterloo, man, because somebody else is coming in. And right now, I, I, right. I, I think she digs me right now, but she ain't gonna hang out if I'm going to Waterloo for a few months to change oh, some inventory be, system. Was that before we were married? Yeah. 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 Um, so, I, I guess what I would encourage people to do is consider your currency. So, if you feel tapped out. Chances are that what you do and your currency are not a match, right? You know, and um, and I can say that you know, like I can I can sense that in myself when my actions and my currency don't meet up my values. You know what I mean? And it's 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 kind of toxic when when you're in that state. No, right. Also, I think if you you know maybe we don't just thinking about and identifying what your currency is. Maybe you'll you'll realize you're living in your currency, and and you you know it mm. will it'll, it'll be nice to recognize, oh yeah, like you know, you and I both value freedom, yeah, um, you know freedom to go when we want to go, and um, you know you have your own practice, you work for yourself, right? Um, it's super demanding, so it's not like you, you know we just drop you know drop things and and run, but. Um, we didn't over improve our house. You know, we have a small home. Um, we didn't want to be overly, um, you know, tied down financially. Um, we don't have to downsize because we never upsized. Yeah, you couldn't. Da- <laughs> you, you couldn't downsize from where we are. Um, yeah, even we never. I mean, I lo- we love animals. We love dogs. Our son loves animals. We never got a dog because. We just had George, and we were always free to just go. Right. Plus, I think we never wanted, you know, yeah, the dog to just be alone. But um, I don't know if I'm making any sense. But yeah, I, I well, actually, yeah, I, I like what you said, and it reminds me of something you said recently about your life. But um, I, I think you're right. Sometimes we don't take stock and recognize, oh, um, I, I, my life is kind of what I wanted it to be, and it, it, and maybe better. Than what I, I think we both realized this yep, about a week yep, ago, right? Yes, 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 yeah. yes. No, you know, yeah, yes. If we don't, I think none of us ever take stock enough. Yeah. Um, but if you, right, if you identify what 
you value, what's important to you, you know, maybe you'll realize, oh, you know what? I have that. I yeah. have that way more than I realize every day. Um, I, I do have that. And well, that, that did happen to me like a week ago. Yeah. I, I it, was, it was it stopped us both in our tracks. Yeah, because I've been feeling, like I said, like I don't have enough of a mission. Like I, you know, I, you know, I want a job, <laughs> you right. know, a place to go every day. Um, I mean, I have, I paint and I have things I'm doing and I actually, um, I'm going to work on a project with my friend Paula. Right. Um, you got, you're working on an announcement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> working on an announcement. Um, but yeah. Um, identifying what we value, what makes us happy and how the, de- the degree to which we have that is really important. Yeah, you know, I I um, have always been an eye roller at things that are over self-helpy, and the thing that's come along in the last uh, maybe five or six years, um, really with a flourish, is the idea of gratitude yeah. journals and really like taking stock of what you're grateful for. Starting your day with that, we did we did a podcast about Wayne Dyer recently, and I don't know, think I noted in that podcast how Wayne starts his day. Did I note it? Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just to like feet on the ground, three o'clock in the morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But but to think about like even more. When I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I say, damn it, damn it, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll I'll change that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Not everybody is is quite as enlightened (laughs) in spirit as Wayne. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, I'll remember that. (laughs) No, but but you're right. What you did in that moment, I don't know what brought that out, was to just take this moment and think about what you pictured your life being. And I think you, you said to me, oh, I have the life I wanted, you know? Um, and not that I don't, you know, not that I sit around and think, I don't have the life I wanted, but I don't think about the fact that I do <laughs> either enough. I mean, it really was this sense of, you know, because we, we talk about we're always striving striving and struggling and, and you know, unnecessarily kind of undone, I think, a lot. We and don't grinding, just grinding, grinding away. And, and like wondering, are we doing the right thing? Are we doing enough? And just, and you know, our default about ourselves is, you know, I've said this a million times, is negative, um, you know, and self doubting. And, you know, we don't think about how great things actually are and yeah. how maybe we are exactly where we wanted to be and doing what we wanted to be doing. I, I thought about my life and I was thinking like, does kind of like, does, does my currency match my life? And, um, and what I pictured and the truth is my life's way better than I pictured, you know, way better. Like, you know, the things that have happened in my life, the, the good fortune that's befallen me, what I get to do with my time uh, is so far greater than anything I would have ever hoped for when I was a younger man yeah. that I find myself like it, it, at peace in a way that I haven't been in a long time. So part of it is like gratitude for, I think you make a really important point, Julie, like gratitude for um, what where we are and that oftentimes like our currency and our lives are in sync, you yeah. know, and yeah. we, we, and we, we miss that. We miss that because we're grinding away and you had that moment of pause 
And maybe that's what we're encouraging people to do is take a moment, take stock, and you might find like this odd peace of mind because your currency is what you're living. Yeah, because I've been lately, you know, I think I I may have, I think I'm repeating myself, but I have, you know, I feel like TikTok time's passing and what am I doing and what have I done and, um, you know, what what's my purpose? And, um, and there are things that I want to do. I'm not, I'm not going to stop asking those questions, but I did have this moment of realization, like, wow, my life is what, is what I, what I dreamt it, and maybe better than I would have dreamt it would be. And, and I, it was an amazing feeling and an amazing realization. And yeah, I, it did have an effect on you too. You were like, I did. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, we're looking around our little house, which is a little house, but we we love it. We're crazy about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so maybe maybe it's two things. It's that gratitude piece, and it's also that dissonance piece. Like, pay attention to if you feel like if you feel tapped out, and if if you feel like mm, I'm not, I, I'm, it doesn't all match up for me. Like, you know, in this currency thing, this this resonates as something that that matters. And somehow my actions don't match what my values are. That's I think I really do think that's a toxic yes that mix and, right and, and it's something almost all of us maybe everybody with an earshot has agency to make changes in and also maybe taking stock of what your currency is you'll realize that your life is more in line with that than you thought and then that that's just that that discontent is. Just background noise. Yeah. Well, if that's, it that's goes, the nature, <laughs> nature of undue anxiety, yeah. right, is that, that kind of like background noise discontent that we're, when we, upon analysis, is nothing. It doesn't exist. It's it's based on sand. It's pointless. Right. Yeah. Just my life is pretty freaking great. <laughs> Our lives are pretty freaking great. So, um, yeah, some things to think about in terms of currency. Stay tuned for... The seriously <laughs> massive announcement and proclamation from the Undo Anxiety podcast. Um, Julie Duffy, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Love you. Love you. You can find this podcast online at iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, liveleadplay.com, which is affiliated with IPEC Coaching School, and WGN+. On my website, there's a free parenting program. Uh, drjohnduffy.com. If you are a parent, I strongly encourage you to check that out. Uh, Some really good ideas there. Um, If you have thoughts or ideas uh, for this podcast or for someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, uh, please email me at johngduffy at drjohnduffy.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Undo Anxiety Podcast.